Hello, everybody, and welcome to Family Mission. My name is Sam Spellman, and I am joined by two, <laughs> yeah, two fellow um, Spellmans. 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 Yeah, yeah, we're we're rocking the boys today. Yeah, yeah. we got the squad. <laughs> <laughs> we got the dudes today, so we're uh, we're super excited to have a conversation with you guys. Yeah, we're um, we're super thankful for everyone that joins and listens to these podcasts. It has been a super awesome opportunity to get to even share mm-hmm. some of the things that God's been putting in our heart, and we want this conversation to spark conversation with you and the Lord. If if something we say helps you mm-hmm. in your dialogue, your prayer, your your study, I mean, your study and your conversation, your interaction with the Lord, then we have um, done a good job. That's succeeded. a win. That's a win. That's a W. So. That's a dub right there. So that's, uh, that's the goal. And, and uh, thank you for listening. And, you know, with that being said, we, uh, we were praying about and talking about what to share and have conversation about today. And, you know, I want to remind everyone that every Monday, uh, a devotional goes out, just a short little devotional from Family Mission, our our email address, and we would like to have it come to your inbox, and we're going to actually talk about what this week's devotional was, kind of give a verbal conversation to the, the one that you know you receive in writing in your inbox. If you are not getting that uh, devotional each Monday, then please let us have your email address. Just send it to Spellman Ministries at gmail.com, Spellman Ministries, plural, at gmail.com. That's right. There's also a place on our website where you can check that out. And all these links are in the description of the podcast or in the notes, show notes, so you can find them there. Yeah. So just uh, let us know that you'd like to start receiving the uh, Monday, you know, Monday devotional, family mission devotional. That's right. But also, you know, send us prayer requests. We you know, why not mention it now? We love to be praying for you, but we'd like to be praying specifically for you. So send us your prayer request, or if you want to brag on the Lord, That's send right. us a testimonies Testimony. yeah. and uh, <laughs> let us hear from you. Either way, prayer requests, testimonies, or signing up for the monthly, or I'm sorry, the weekly Monday morning devotional. That's right. And we also have a book that's coming out relatively soon. It's mm-hmm. coming in soon. Coming so in keep, hot. That's right. So <laughs> keep a, an eye out on our pages, on our social media. We do put up stuff on our Facebook is probably the best way to look, and our Instagram. Um, we do uh, upload advertisements and things of that regard for those things. And the title of that book is A Place for You. So that is coming, and I uh, want you to keep an eye out for it, because it is, it's a uh, it's absolute heater right there. It's an absolute. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's it's good stuff. Um, and it's it's again, it's a resource for you and your families. Again, mm-hmm. we like the Bible says, what you've received, freely give it. Yeah. So we want to give out these things. We want to give you opportunity to hear. Mm-hmm. That's why we do this podcast to give opportunity to hear. And today we're going to be talking actually out of the devotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought that would be a real good. Um, foundation for our conversation. Yeah, and, uh, and the and title of the devotional this week was "What Time Is It?" Yeah, what, what time, what is, time it? is it? It is currently fifteen twenty-four, and for the Americans of our group, that is also known <laughs> as um, three twenty-four. Three twenty-four. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We are recording this mid-afternoon. Hope your day has been going amazing as ours has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what we want you to know is the time we're speaking about is not like. 324 or 10 a.m. or 8 a.m. The time we're talking about, if you join us in the book of Ecclesiastes, throwback, it'll be throwback. very, very self explanatory. And I'm going to let Dan 
bring the word to us here today if you read uh, Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 8. And let's find out what time is it. Okay, sounds good. Well, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sue, and a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. So what? Bow, bow, bow. Time is it? <laughs> yeah, sue. I mean, so. So right. it's, it's an ew. You have to give me a break. I'm, that was, just, that was a literal reading of the word. That was literal reading. See, it's like herb. <laughs> herb. If you pronounce it, it's not pronounced herbs and spices. It's a herb. A herb. There's an H in there. It is in There's there. There's a few of those words that uh, and, and <laughs> they we just, differ. And we just learned today that it's not sewing. It's suing. It's suing. suing. <laughs> Oh, that's oh boy. <laughs> Anyhow, and this is how misinterpretation happens. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's oh, fine. I try. <laughs> uh, what but to time answer is the it? question, what time is it? You know, here's <laughs> okay. the interesting thing: is that everyone is probably going to experience all these different times in their life. That's true. And you know, I was talking the other day. It was we were uh, actually as a group, as a family, with another family. Uh, celebrating a wonderful uh, kind of a breakthrough in a career, you know, for a, a, another family member. And so we were sitting around the table, had a special meal, had a little celebration. It was just a jovial, happy time of celebration. And literally, while I'm at the table with him, I get a call and I step out to take the call. And in the same moment, I stepped from this jovial celebration, great time, to hearing some really, really devastating news that, you know, someone was needing some help and wisdom and guidance on. And so I totally shifted times. Yeah. It was like I time traveled. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I went from celebration you and dancing. the DeLorean and went And I went whoosh to, you know, seeking God for wisdom, seeking yeah. God for comfort, seeking God for direction. And then again, I got another phone call or I had to return a call um, to another person, another friend, and there was still yet another need, totally different time entirely. So when we talk about what time is it, you know, everybody's going to be going through different times and seasons in their life. And I think it's important. One of the things I emphasized in today's devotion was we need to be sensitive to that because sometimes we just are focused on the time we're in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. others are in can be in different times mm-hmm. at the exact same time. That's right. You know, literal time, but in their dispensation <laughs> of times can be different. There's there was a quantum physics yeah. article I found on the internet about time and things being um, mm-hmm. basically. Parallel. I'm going to give you like a hope. Hopefully, I'm explaining this right. But there's this idea or this principle that things are affected by how you view them. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like there's things physically that respond and it's this super in-depth like dude that's like (laughs) he's out there and he's talking about how things react to how you view them so instead of certain things that we thought were like 
Like if you were, if you saw a fish mm-hmm. that fishes in the ocean, whether you see it or you don't see it, mm-hmm. there are certain things in creation that we thought functioned that way, but they actually function based on your perspective ah, or something. Also so the Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, there's like a there's a whole way that they like just explain it, and I thought it was interesting. But that's kind of what we're talking about. Everyone's yeah. in a time. Yeah. In other words, there's a perspective. There's a there's a place that everyone's living at. You can use the word realm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain things that are like you're in this vein of of thought you're in this experience and you're in this time or this Mm -hmm. season and that time or season might apply to someone else in their life at a different point in natural time Mm -hmm. but everyone probably like you said they're going to go through there's a time to be born Mm -hmm. and there's a time to die so he's going through all of these times Mm -hmm. these are seasons that can happen in life there's a time to kill and end things, mm-hmm. and there's a time to heal. Yeah. There's a time to break down stuff and disassemble some things, yeah. and there's a time to build up. There's a time to weep. There's a time for sobriety, mm-hmm. and there's a time for juvial you know, laughter. There's a time to mourn, and mm-hmm. there's a time to dance. There's a time to cast away things, and there's a time to gather things. Yeah. There's a time to embrace, but there's also a time to refrain from embracing. There's a time to seek, and there's a time to... To lose. There's a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sue or so. There's a time to keep silent and there's a time to speak. There's a time to love and hate, war and peace. These things that, you know, again, there's this, um, there can be a stigma mm-hmm. of, well, you know, it'll never change. Yeah. You know, it will always be in the same season, mm-hmm. you know, and, and until there's a point, sometimes those seasons last. And again, that's kind of, I, I want to say it's kind of like a church word. Mm-hmm. You know, we use the word like seasons, or oh, I'm just in another season, brother. <laughs> you know, and you can you can go in and that's commonly used, especially if you've been around mm-hmm. any sort of, you know, fellowship or gathering. Yeah. But all that is really representing is there's, I'm in a time in my life right yeah. now. Yeah. And in this time, this is my, you know, this is what I'm working through. This is what God's walking me through. This is what he's teaching me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's important to recognize those things. And it's it, the important thing we want to focus on here even today is the fact that no matter what time it is or season, if you choose to use that word, no matter what season you're in, God wants us to be fruitful. God wants to be a part of that season. God wants to be in that time with us. Yeah. Whether it's in a time where we're, like I said, we're, we're, we're mourning, we're mourning the loss of something, or we're celebrating the birth of something. God wants to be in all those moments. God wants to make all those moments beautiful in their own way. And I love this verse in Jeremiah 17, Jeremiah 17 and verse seven, it kind of parallels Psalm one. If you've ever read Psalm one, it's kind of a parallel truth. It says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. So the key to being fruitful in every season, no matter what the season or time is, is trust the Lord in that season. Keep your focus on the Lord during that time. Don't don't break your focus during that time. Yeah, because uh, another thing, another aspect to that is um, if you go and you're, you know, naturally speaking with like trees and nature in the forest – there's most most of the trees when fall comes they turn orange mm-hmm. and then the leaves fall and you know you know however you look at that whether it's you know oh you like the fall or it's like oh the trees all barren <laughs> but whichever way you look at that you'll notice there is certain trees 
that are just always green. Evergreen. They're evergreen. They're yeah, always hello. fruitful. Yeah. And so those trees during those seasons stand out more than the others. Mm-hmm. But when they're, you know, in the full of spring or the full of summer, all the other trees can almost crowd them out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you'll, what I'm trying to say is you'll notice that sometimes being a Christian, you'll stand out more than others in certain times, but in other times you'll just kind of fit, fit in and you won't be as noticeable. But it's not that you're, it's because you're always fruitful mm-hmm. that, you know, there'll be times where you'll stand out and you'll be able to bring life to others as yeah, they. Yeah, that's know. really good. And that is and Hopefully awesome. that makes that sense. Is, no, it didn't make, that's awesome. <laughs> no, I was picking up what you were putting down, man. <laughs> Sweet. I, uh, I 100% agree with that. And it's, again, it's recognizing. Yeah. You know, the Bible, um, the Bible talks about a lot of this. There's a lot of um, metaphorical speech almost. Mm-hmm. Jesus spoke in parables, but he spoke in parables because parables hide wisdom from the proud, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they reveal so much to the humble. To the humble. So even understanding how am I hearing, you know, in, in what season you're in, sometimes a season will help us. And I'm just going to speak out of personal experience. I know recently I have been walking through kind of a, a moment where God's been changing my ears, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like you read... Um, and Jesus, he's talking, he says uh, in Revelation, those who have ears to hear, let him hear. Yeah. Right. What the Spirit is saying to the seven churches, you know, in the, in the discourse in the first couple chapters of Revelation. But that moment of he who has ears to hear, ears to hear is it's something that is that is forged. Mm-hmm. You know, these metaphors, how are you hearing even this conversation? Yeah. Because everyone's hearing this differently. We might be speaking and sharing this is a beautiful the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is I might be sharing something even from a certain place there might be something that I'm you know maybe walking through actively mm-hmm. and so that's what's fresh on my heart so that's where I'm sharing it from that position yeah however someone might have walked through that ten years ago but yet now it's a circling back and the Holy Spirit's reminding things mm-hmm. yeah. it's they're they're hearing it differently it's not an active thing in their life yeah but they're able to hear it and they're even hearing it from a different perspective mm-hmm. that's where the Holy Ghost it's so important that we learn to hear his voice yeah in whatever season mm-hmm. because whether we're past maybe someone's in winter and we're in spring you know but that doesn't mean that what happened in winter, we can't glean yeah. for the next year yeah. or whenever these things come back around. You understand mm-hmm. what, what kind of I'm tr- yeah. Yeah. sharing that? Yeah, I, I know I know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I think I'm getting this across right. But, but here's the beautiful we'll, thing is we'll the Holy it. Spirit knows what time it is. Yes. No matter you know what dynamic you're looking at relationally, what you know situation you're working through, whether it's a family situation, a situation at work, a situation in your local church or your ministry or your vocation, whatever you're working through and you're taking into account what time is it, what time is it in my life, what time is it in their life, and allowing the Holy Spirit to absolutely lead and guide that conversation and lead and guide that activity so that we stay in step with what time it is. So let me finish reading in John or Jeremiah 17. It says, blessed is the man, because we're talking about being fruitful, like Dan says, so we can stand out, especially yeah. in those seasons where others are maybe not producing and they're not in that same season. We as evergreens, yes, right? Yes, evergreen. Ever fruitful trees. <laughs> Look what it goes on to say. Why are we evergreen and ever fruitful? Because we trust in the Lord. That's good. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream. 
So we got to we got to learn how to send out our roots. We need to learn how to reach out in trust and our trust in the Lord. That's that's sending out our roots into the stream. And it says he does not fear when the heat comes for its leaves remain green. Evergreen. Evergreen. (laughs) And it's not anxious in the year of drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. Cactus. There you go. <laughs> yes. Cactus. I forget cactus bear fruit sometimes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is really, really good. But yeah. it's that trust. It is that it's, trust. It's learning to walk in that place again. How do we stay? Mm-hmm. Not only know what time it is. And see, mm-hmm. this is the beautiful thing is God's eternal. He's outside of time. Mm-hmm. There's like It's like if you imagine, there's, the Bible talks about there's a wheel within a wheel. There's a time within a time. Every person's in this individual little time, but at the same time, there's a grand scheme of things that's moving. God's doing things throughout his entire body, Mm -hmm. the church throughout the earth, the church throughout the nation, the church throughout your state or your city or your town or your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, God's moving all of these things and he's orchestrating all these pieces, but it's our responsibility to respond from a place where we're accurately discerning the times. Mm-hmm. We're able to split, okay, where am I at in this? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And there's a scripture connected to this in James 4. It says this, and it talks about boasting about tomorrow. Ooh. Verse 13 says this, Come now, you who say this, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such town and spend a year there and trade and maybe make a profit, start a business. Verse 14, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are but a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Verse 15, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, Hmm. we will live and do this and do that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. But he's talking about are we responding from a place of discerning the time from if the Lord wills or mm. how is the Lord moving this? Yeah. yeah. Are we discerning the time off of his schedule mm-hmm. or am I just making my own schedule? Yeah. Am I just tired of the season and I'm ready for, you Change. know, because everybody has their favorite season. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Winter. If, no. You know, obviously <laughs> some people want to move to a coastal region where there's just one season. It's just summer, summer all the time. <laughs> and then other people like, you know, living way up north where it's like winter all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> and then there's the Midwest where we're located, where you got you know, everything <laughs> everything coming at you, and sometimes all four in one, one day. Time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you wake up, you're... Oh, that's funny. Sorry. <laughs> so, so everybody does have their, you know, their inclination towards what they enjoy, and so they don't mind that season. And yeah. they, don't, they don't mind that season, you know, lasting longer. I mean, I hope we have a long summer because I love summer. Yeah. Or I hope we have a short winter because I can't stand winter. Yeah. You know, well, put that into the seasons and times we just read about in Ecclesiastes. You know, everybody likes, you know, the, the, dancing, the time. dancing time, the birthing time, the building time. But what happens when we got to, like you said, we got it's time to dismantle. It's demo day. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to kill. No. We're going to go put to death some things that have been trying to steal. Exactly. Time to silence. How are we going to respond in those seasons? Mm-hmm. Are we going to come into those seasons with the faith mm-hmm. and the trust? The trust. Goes back to that trust. Mm-hmm. Are we going to trust God in those seasons and understand he has the best? The Bible says this, have you forgotten that whom the Lord loves, he chastens? Yeah. 
I mean, David in the Psalms, he talks about your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I don't know about you, but a rod and a staff when it's exercising, <laughs> it's not just like a beacon. Yeah. Oh, there's there he is. He's got a stick. Uh-huh. No, the oh. rod and the staff a lot of times are used Our to push, yeah. poke, poke, slap, yank, move, yank, I jerk. Mean, that's, it's not exactly like oh, Spank? Nice stick, no. <laughs> you know. But there, there's a lot of times there's maybe the chastening season that comes with those things, mm-hmm. and that's an edification. Those yeah. seasons that sometimes are. Um, more frowned upon mm-hmm. or the ones that we, you know, we want, you know, oh, I'm just going through a rough season. So then we try to get, you know, people to just come around us and help us. But mm-hmm. all the while we should rejoice in those seasons, not just for the, this, the grind or the trouble, mm-hmm. but rejoice that God's actually taking the time mm-hmm. to help us purge. Yeah. He's wanting to prune something out like John, I think it's John 15. Yeah. Talks about the vine the pruning, dresser, yeah. that pruning process. And there's something to learn. There's always, uh, we had it on our refrigerator for years. Now it's just written on our heart and it's a <laughs> yeah. part of our conversation. But what did we learn today? Because that's the bottom line is, you know, the season is only wasted if you don't learn something. Because, yeah. again, one thing you learn is that seasons are always going to change. The time marches on. You know, that verse, we just read Ecclesiastes 3 earlier, you know, verses 1 through 8. Yes. But it goes on if you just read verses 9, 10, and 11. It says, what gain then has the worker from all his toil? You know, and if you read the uh, book of Ecclesiastes, it can be to some a very depressing book, but it's it's not not depressing when you realize there's a phrase repeated all throughout it, and it's under the sun, under the sun. In other words, if this is all there is in life, and that's kind of where this whole book comes from, then yeah, it's just vanity, vanity, vanity. If this is all there is, but here's the truth, this is not all there is. He says, I have seen, in fact, the business that God has given to the children of man is to be busy with this. He says, verse 11, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Yeah. So all those times we just read about, verses 1 through 8, God has a way to make everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has even put eternity into man's heart. So that goes way beyond just life under the sun. Yeah. He has put eternity in every man's heart, yet so he cannot find out what God has done or what God is beginning all the way to the end. So there's this there's this yearning in every heart. There's this awareness in every heart of eternity. That's right. In fact, I remember when I first got saved, it was because of that. I was in the middle years of high school, sophomore, kind of around in there. And, you know, you're starting to have to think, you know, you're coming on your junior year and they were having all these career days and different things where you could go and, you know, every different industries would be there represented with a kind of a college that they want to go to or a trade school they want you to go to. All the tech dudes are there with their little robots. Exactly. you know, got the farmers there with all their plants. Exactly. You know, every, yeah. Everyone's kind of, you know, the welders are there. <laughs> with Ready the to blind fire. everyone. And then you got the, the Army, Navy, military oh, yeah, guy. Like, you got to come on, buddy, we need you. We don't take applications. We take commitments. Exactly. Yeah. They want you to do as many pull-ups as you can to see if you're worthy. Strong. <laughs> you know, all those career days. But see, what that is, is it's getting you thinking mm-hmm. about the, the future. future. And that began to weigh on my heart. So I'd lay in bed and I I had a career path picked out. I had something I felt inclined to go into. And I was looking at law enforcement with the potential then of maybe even studying law at a law school. But for sure, I knew I wanted to be in, you know, uh, in law enforcement. 
And so that was where I was inclined. I was leaning that way. So I was kind of at peace with that. So I kind of felt like I had a decision made. I kind of had a choice made. But as I laid in bed at night, Ecclesiastes 3.11, I didn't know it was a verse, but it was true in my life. (laughs) Eternity was bearing down on my heart. And I thought, oh, my goodness, what if I do what I want to do with my life? I build what I want to build. I get married. I have a family. Maybe I'm blessed enough to have a vacation home and travel and maybe see some of the world. You know, maybe all these things come true that we kind of hold in our heart as just general dreams most people can relate to. All I could think about is what about the afterlife? What happens after this life? What then? What then? Mm-hmm. What? And if eternity really is eternity, then, you know, what is this short little time in my life like compared to what? James Ford, like but a vapor. It's just but a, a vapor. vapor. And I was laying in bed night after night after night after night. And it almost like, who cares what I want to be with my life? All I cared about is answering the question. Eternity was knocking on my heart's door. Yeah. And so I, I remember I went upstairs and my mom and dad were still up and I and I sat them at the table and I said, hey, I got a question. I don't think they saw this coming. No, come out of left field. I mean, I, mean, I come you know, swinging. dropped in a, a doozy. big question, <laughs> you know, nuke. and I said, what do you guys know about the afterlife? And it just started a conversation and, and it became an opportunity for them to reignite their faith. Yeah. Things they had learned earlier in life, decades ago, about being born again and being filled with the Spirit. And they began to share with me yeah. their journey with Christ. And so that became that eternity knocking on my door became an open door then for me to discover not just who Jesus was historically, because I believed in him. You know, I'd been to church enough times to to know about who Jesus was and what he did. And he was a sinner. And I'm sorry, I was a sinner and he was a savior. Yeah, I, exactly. I knew all that. It was in your equation, head, but, but yet that man, eternal question wasn't yet I answered. was still not in a personal relationship with him. And that's important mm-hmm. because the personal relationship back to the time. Yeah. You know, as we wrap up this conversation, the, the personal relationship that you're talking about, that's what brings peace in every season. Every season. If you're in a season, and maybe you're in an amazing season right now, and life just couldn't get better. Yeah. You know, praise the Lord and worship Him and pursue Him as if things were Even falling more. apart. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I mean, no matter what season you're in, He's the same. Yeah. Our God is a rock. You know, He's talking like He's like a tree planted. Yeah. Christ is the taproot of of all of our lives. We are the branches, right? Mm-hmm. So understanding we got to stay connected and that relationship, that connection is what's going to answer that eternal question. Mm-hmm. And that that relationship will then help us discern what time because it, if you know, it's like if you you know, it's like if you're learning to play a new sport. If you're just playing a sport and you don't know the rules, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a horrible experience. Yeah. Very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to be like, what in the, what is going on? What are we doing here? <laughs> and that creates an eternal anxiousness, fear, mm-hmm. chaos. I mean, all of those things have an open door to come in because there is no wisdom. Yeah. There is no revelation. There is no light yeah. on how to handle it. But see, when you know the one who invented light, yeah. When you know the the one who is the son of the mm-hmm. living God, who mm-hmm. is light, first John says, mm-hmm. when you know him, 
he then can illuminate how do you play in this season? Yeah. How do you play the, you know, play the game? How do you, mm-hmm. what's the rules? What are the boundaries? What's the field? What do I do? How do I progress? Mm-hmm. How do I achieve? How do I succeed? All of those things can be brought into light when that relationship is prioritized in every single season. Amen. And, you know, as we wrap up here today, the book of Ecclesiastes ends in chapter 12. And if you read the book of Ecclesiastes, you know, this is a man that uh, God blessed beyond measure. I mean, I'm truly beyond measure. Um, There was no man ever since or before that, that had the wealth of Solomon. And literally, if he wanted to do it, he did it. Yep. If he wanted to build it, he built it. I'm talking cities, buildings, you know, just That's what he said. On. He said, I didn't, decided I res- to not tell myself. No, I did not restrain myself from anything. And <laughs> we you get into the weeds <laughs> oh, on some boy. of that, you'll see some, some excess. But here's the point. Yeah. <laughs> here's what he learned at the end of all things. As far as everything that he gave his flesh, he held nothing back from his flesh, yet he still felt empty. That's because right. the only thing that will fulfill our life is a personal relationship with the life giver. That's right. The giver of all life and the author of life, Jesus Christ. But here's what he said in the very end of his conquest and his life. Ecclesiastes 12 and 13, it says, the end of the matter. So he's going to give a wrap up. So here's wrap our wrap up. up. <laughs> the end of the matter is this. After all has been heard. And that was another thing. He didn't withhold anything. He heard all philosophies, all wisdoms. He gave all, it all a whirl. He gave, he gave it all a whirl. And so when Jack of all trades, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Tasted everything. Everything. So when he says the end of the matter and all has been heard, it's, it's a He's factual. heard it all. He's, He's heard it all. He's a pretty valid person to say this. <laughs> so here's what he says. Fear God. Keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, whether the secret thing, whether good or whether evil. So Ooh. there you have it, folks. Hey, what is <laughs> time? The, is it? What time, time is it? What time? Is what it? is the matter? Fear God. Mm-hmm. Keep His commandments. That's right. Walk with Him in the cool of the day. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>